What, what are your superpowers again? I've got a podcast. episode once a month right now and we're just gonna tackle a franchise movie franchise and go from there talk about them the good things the bad things what we liked what we disliked any number of things regarding these franchises and the movies in them uh they could be terrible they could be great they could be ones we've never watched before. That's part of this, too, is kind of challenging ourselves to watch something that we've really never given a chance before. So, uh, but also revisiting stuff that we really like, too. So it's going to be a lot of fun given that. But uh, yeah, and I picked Disenfranchised as a name because it has the word franchise in it. Doesn't really make sense beyond that. Uh, the only thing I could think of today was I had a little epiphany was, uh, you know, some of these movies are going to be bad and we're going to be dissing on them. So I thought disenfranchise, disenfranchised. So that hey. kind of works a little bit for that hey. part of it. Hey, guys, just a disclaimer. At the time that we recorded this episode, we were calling the podcast Disenfranchised, and we've since renamed it to Franchise Flicks. So you can ignore any instances in which we mention the name Disenfranchised or the shitty tagline that I made up for the show. Thanks. But aside from that, I don't know, that wasn't a great intro, uh, but I think we're ready to go. Uh, the topic today is uh, the DC Extended Universe, as they call it. But, you know, anything from Superman to Batman, all of these movies starting with Man of Steel in 2013 and beyond uh, in the DCEU. Doesn't include Joker, though. And uh, we watched all these movies, and we're just going to kind of break them down and uh, discuss. So first, talking about DC before we really get into it, we wanted to kind of give each person's kind of comfort level and experience level with this franchise. So I'll start with mine. I've always been really into comic book properties, more so Marvel than anything. Those are the ones that I've read comics from, for the most part. But talking about DC, I've always watched the animated series, like the Batman animated series. I've always been into uh, the classic Tim Burton Batman movies. Those were fantastic. Not so much the Joel Schumacher stuff, but you know, I've read Watchmen. That's a DC property as far as reading comics. Uh, so I have pretty good experience overall. I really do ingest a lot of the media that's visual as far as movies and TV shows for DC Comics, but not so much into the comic realm. What about you guys? 
So I, I'm definitely not super well versed into uh, in the DC comic arena. Um, I think you know I, I've seen you know obviously I think you mentioned the other you know, Tim Burton Batman's. Those are some of my favorites. Um, so I know Batman pretty well, but outside of that. DC really isn't my thing. So when he asked me to, you know, we discussed it, we were going to watch all of these movies. I was kind of into it because you know it's it's not something that I would have really dove into on my own because I don't really know the characters. I, you know, I don't know the lore as much. Whereas like the MCU, you know, where like you mentioned, you know, I, I kind of grew up with those characters. I I I I wanted to know more about them. And then, and then the there's already been movies about a, a lot of them. And DC, we really only touch on Batman. Superman, that's it. You know, prior to the DCEU, cinematically at least. And so diving into these movies was really interesting because um, a lot of these these characters, these you know, the, the these uh, secondary characters outside of Batman and Superman, not that they're secondary, but they're they're not as well known in pop culture. It was kind of cool to get to know some of those folks. But I mean, it wasn't uh, wasn't on the, my the top of my priority list, so it was, was kind of cool to have an excuse to do it. Yeah, I'm kind of like the opposite then. So I avoided these films like The Plague because I was a DC fan growing up. Um, more so the cartoons than ever the comics. I don't think I've ever actually read a DC comic, but like I watched all of the cartoons like saturday morning cartoon wise cartoon network um the original like justice league um like i think it's an 80s animated show um and then the batman one on cartoon network uh static shock was a saturday morning cartoon that's part of dc batman beyond so like i was really excited post the Christopher Nolan Batman trilogy to find out he was producing the Superman movie um, and that we were actually going to get that live action DC franchise superhero movies that I always wanted. And then when people said they were bad before I had seen them, I was scared. So I never watched them until now. So I was really excited to get into this because I really enjoyed a lot of them. So I can't wait to talk about it. Absolutely. Well, uh, we can get into it then. Do we want to start with the first one uh, that came out for this universe, uh, Man of Steel? Yeah, we've all well, seen that one, right? Oh yeah, but I'm yeah. more curious. Like, what what do you guys think about this franchise as a as a whole? Like, okay. it, I, I don't know. Like, it, it, in comparison, I mean, we've we've all seen a lot of franchises and in, in in their entirety, and like just. I think everybody's trying to do like the, the universe thing right now, but I, I mean, how do you guys feel about how this maybe compares to some of the other franchises that we're all used to know and love? Yeah, I'll say uneven, and that's uh, like really generous given how it started off. I, I thought it started off okay with Man of Steel, but then going into the next couple of movies when they did the team-ups with uh, Batman versus Superman, Justice League, Suicide Squad was a huge mess. And, you know, leading into Wonder Woman and Aquaman, everything was a disaster, pretty much, Yeah, at, outside of Man of Steel. And I, I even have issues with that, but it was a solid movie. It was okay. So at that time, I would have said straight garbage, just unredeemable but uh the last uh section of their movies aquaman wonder woman shazam uh birds of prey i really enjoyed that one so i think it's kind of 
balance the scales a little bit, but some of those movies are just so bad that it's really hard to rub the stink off. So that they really have a lot of work to do regarding all of that and really uh, getting fans in their good graces, I think. But I think they're starting to. I think they're starting to get a feel for balanced tone in the movies and like what they're going for in these movies because a lot of them are uneven in the tone that's like one of the bigger problems uh so when they finally at least have a movie that knows what it is that's like half the battle then they just have to make sure they execute on it so that they've been doing that a lot better lately i think yeah i think for me when i look at this overall franchise and how it would compare to other franchises to say it's uneven is a really nice way of putting it. Um, but it also feels like it's not us. Everyone's not on the same page with this. Like I would never consider myself someone who would have been like, Oh yeah, release the Snyder cut. Cause I never saw the movies when that was a whole thing. But now I'm all like, you know, release the Snyder cut. Cause I feel like Zack Snyder had a vision for what he wanted to turn this franchise into and either Warner brothers or whoever produced these movies too, that I'm not aware of. Maybe like, I don't know how much Christopher Nolan had to say in some things, but, um, how this whole franchise came about it's like there was one person trying to tell their story and they didn't let him do it and then like it got edited throughout the whole process so we kind of lost that congruency um and then suicide squad which i did not see so i can't comment on the movie but to ted's point with how it kind of got better with those later parts of the movies yeah because they kind of were i think better told stories and and not rushed into it and i think that's the problem with the dceu as a franchise as they were they saw everyone else doing the franchise out there and like we gotta we gotta make our franchise now so they kind of rushed us into it as opposed to some of the maybe more preferred franchises of people like marvel where it was this slow release of these films over a great period of time and like what are some other examples of popular ones that people are into surprisingly the uh, uh fast and furious franchise like it's all these movies that like not that they're well planned but like it's someone telling their story that they want to be able to tell so i think that's the problem is it's uh, the storyteller didn't get to tell his story yeah i think you're referring to it just having a clear through line right like you know the the mcu has a very clear through line from iron man one to you know, the um, uh, Endgame, right? Uh, even even the, the Spider-Man, you know, ties right into where Endgame picked, left off. And yeah, Fast and Furious. Um, I don't really look at a lot of those or watch a lot of those movies. Uh, I've seen a couple of them, but from what I hear, I, the reason why people like them is because it's 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 a it has a great through line, right? The, the characters all kind of grow up together mm-hmm. and progress together. And, you know, I think that the, my my big takeaway from this franchise as a whole is like I, I really, really enjoyed the kind of one off films, the Aquaman, Wonder Woman. Um, uh, you, you know, I just I just finished Birds of Prey and I, maybe it's recency bias, but I think it's my favorite in the in the uh, franchise. I really like those films. I don't like. Uh, Man of Steel was 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 good, but I don't like the 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 tie-in movies. I don't like the 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 core, you know, the Justice League and the Batman versus Superman. They just there there's just something missing there that that uh, I you know maybe maybe it is the the production interference. Um, 
who knows but uh that's kind of my takeaway is like the, the one-offs are great whereas like opposed to star wars which is my favorite franchise the core movies are what do it for me you know the the one-off movies the the rogue one and the solo you know as examples rogue one was good but it doesn't i i don't rewatch it a lot you know because it's not as meaningful to me uh, whereas the you know the the, the one-off films in uh, the DCU are actually the ones that stand out to me the most. So I don't know what that says about the franchise, um, but that's definitely my my kind of takeaway from watching all of these films uh, in succession. Yeah, and that's a good point, and I think it goes back to uh, what Andy was saying about kind of rushing into it. You know, you don't want to keep comparing them to Marvel because obviously they're competitors, but they're two different companies. They don't need to do everything the same. But if you look at what Marvel did before their first team up, they did, I think, four movies for four individual characters before they even got to the Avengers. And then they only had two characters, I think Hawkeye and Black Widow on the team that didn't have their own movies, but they did a good enough job in that movie to establish them as, you know, partners and friends. And that was their big thing was they were involved in S.H.I.E.L.D. And actually, Black Widow was in Iron Man, too. So I I actually take back what I said. At least she was in a movie in some capacity. So establishing those guys instead of what you have, like it literally goes Man of Steel, Batman versus Superman, where they try to throw in Batman. Like we all know Batman, but in this universe, he hasn't been established yet. Wonder Woman hasn't been established yet, so they throw her in. And then on top of that, they try to throw in uh, little email clips of all the other characters to try to just mash it all together so they can have the next team-up movie in Justice League. And it's Mm -hmm. just such a mess. Like, they have to take their time with it. That's a big part of it. But editing is probably a big part of it, too, because you've got Suicide Squad, which you haven't seen, Andy. But uh, just for your reference... That movie was cut by the team that cut the trailer. The Warner Brothers liked so much what they did with the trailer that they asked them to cut the movie, which was a huge mistake and like led to a bunch of tonal shifts. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I mean, you can see it in the quality of the movie. I, I don't know if it would have been a good movie if it were cut differently, but I certainly think it would have felt a little less disjointed. Hmm. So, you know, mistakes like that, are just huge they just need to figure it out and it seems like they're figuring it out like zach said those one-off movies are more grounded and feel like a more complete movie because it's just focusing on that one character and not trying to cram everybody in so that is a big point of these well and to jump off that like they gave those directors the reins to tell the story they wanted to tell it seems like patty jenkins got to tell her version of the Wonder Woman story, and it fits in to the story we've already seen. It it does tie in actually pretty nicely. You know, it's like this the backdrop. It starts with, you know, Wayne Enterprise delivering the photograph, and then we get the story of why Diana, you know, gave up on saving people, maybe, or maybe that's Wonder Woman too. We'll see what happens with that. But then, like, it, it gets, like, a full circle. So it's like, yeah, that was that story. And then that would eventually lead into Justice League. Um, right. Aquaman, you know, I, there was, because I've just watched it today, there's a line in it where 
Mira references like how you defeated um, Steppenwolf, like you're ready to do anything. So it's like post um, the Justice League movie. So like they did a nice job of connecting it, but it's uh, what's his name? I'm forgetting who's the director oh, of I don't Aquaman. The director's name. I'm blanking. Yeah. I don't know. Ah, uh, it's 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 gonna kill me. I was just thinking about it, but like he does like horror stuff, so there were some really like nice horror elements to the movie. Um, James Wan, James Wan. So like, I I think that's what made them better is that the people that wanted to tell their story within this franchise were able to tell their story, and it didn't feel so much like the studio breathing down their necks telling them what they need to do. However. Um, I didn't really care for Aquaman as much. Actually, Leslie and I watched it, like I just said earlier today, and like we both said, like, wow, that was not as good as we were expecting it to be. Um, that'd probably be in a, like a further like detail type discussion, but I want to just bring this up and I don't know if it's too early in the podcast to do it, but my, my biggest problem with this franchise, I don't think it's my problem. I think it's their problem. And it's the Superman problem. They started off with Superman. And every movie I've watched now, I go, well, why aren't they calling Superman? Like, all of these movies post, yeah. um, so that includes Shazam, that includes Aquaman. Like, why aren't they calling Superman? And I think yeah. that's the issue is we started with Superman and they had to introduce all the other characters. Well, how do you introduce Batman after Superman? Like, it's a it's an older Batman yeah, I, I don't know. Like that's what yeah. I feel like. So like yeah. we we yeah. we start off with a bang, and yeah. I like the next movies that come. Like I actually I think my favorite would be between like Shazam and Batman versus Superman, and it's their really? Shazam's a better movie, but like the story yeah. that was like in there, like the story I was like, oh, I like this. I like all these pieces coming together. I get my Justice League assembling before it happens. Like you know, we get all the teasers and whatever but i i think it's a superman problem because i like you started off with the one thing that makes this whole franchise like what we want it to be but how do you do that and tell all these other characters interesting stories when the one that could just come in and save the day is superman yeah yeah i mean it's like starting off a war with a nuke and then what follows that what do you have to back that up it just doesn't work. And I, you know, I was telling Ted earlier, I mean, Superman, I think, is the most uninteresting superhero of all time. I, mean, I just don't find him interesting at all. He's he's basically invulnerable, unbeatable. That's the thing. Why don't you call Superman? He's your deity. So why aren't you calling on the physical deity that you have pretty much at your disposal? Obviously, you find out in... in you know the films that there are there are there are problems with that, but I I feel like I I, to, I couldn't agree with you more. The the Superman problem is is real, and it, it, I don't think he I just don't think he ties in well with the franchise. I think the other Justice the other part of the Justice League and what would make up DC Comics are very interesting, um, deep developing characters. But your Superman is your nuke, and you start with him. And I feel like that throws off the rest of the franchise. Yeah, and to that point, the one movie that actually showed what happens when you do call on him is uh, Justice League. And they bring him back to life because they're absolutely useless on their own. And yeah. 
what ends up happening outside of like the minor conflict where he doesn't remember who he is you've just got him murking steppenwolf and the only thing that gets in the way of that is that one weird foreign family that we're following for some weird reason in that movie just to show that they cared about collateral damage because that i i think that was because joss whedon came into that film and i i think like one of the big problems with uh the, the Avengers Age of Ultron movie was what about the collateral damage where you're letting all these people die and destroying all these cities and uh, he transitioned into this movie right after that so his like little idea to fix that was to have one family that we focus on and they save them they saved the one family and one building apparently with a bunch of people in it and that was apparently the entire town but that was the only thing that got in Superman's way of kicking Steppenwolf's ass. Otherwise, it was all him. Nobody else did anything in that fight. It, it wasn't even a team-up. It was just, the movie should be called Reviving Superman. That's really what it should be called. Or Justice well, like that's what... Dawn of Superman coming back to fucking life. Uh, sorry, I mean, that, that's basically what the Justice League was for in yeah. this movie. Yeah. And so, after that, then what? Who cares? Yeah. Now Superman's back. Who cares about the fucking Justice League? Now, well, now, we, have, now we have at that point. Yeah. Now it doesn't matter because Superman's back. And, and and then again, I'm not. I'm still not interested in Superman. So what do you have to offer me? <laughs> so that's that. Uh, uh, again, that's my that's my problem with with the uh, the franchise and and moving forward, I, I'm I'm hoping that you know we can have some interesting films like again, Birds of Prey. That was a fantastic film um it wasn't really tied into much other than suicide squad which is introducing harley quinn but other than that it's pretty much its own movie um and i really enjoyed it there were no real stakes um and it was just kind of this this cool heist murder movie it was great yeah. it's just a fun team up and i loved you and mcgregor in it i i love his line it, it just stuck out to me when uh because he like owns everything in this movie including people and uh when people start messing with that he's like my things these are my things <laughs> yeah, yeah. he's just such a scumbag and he plays it so well and that movie just works so well because it's so street level it's just harley quinn who bashes people's head in with either a mallet or a baseball bat like that's her preferred way of fighting people it had great fight choreography it was just super mm -hmm. grounded street level crime stuff and uh that shit gets lost when you look at something like superman superman i mean really you could have just had him swoop in save harley real quick and end of movie and uh, that's a huge problem with the franchise. If anything, they might have been better off. Not that uh, Batman versus Superman was one of my favorite movies, and the way they did this wasn't great, but they would have maybe been better off leaving him dead. You know, I don't think they should have come yeah. to it as quickly as they did, but uh, leaving him dead would actually raise the stakes in that universe. And then maybe later down the Not line, when these characters can become more self sufficient, then you can reintroduce Superman because. Of course, you have to bring him back. He's Superman. He's essentially God. You can't do anything about it. He always right. comes back eventually. But yeah, that's a big problem with these movies for sure. Well, yeah. I think, and I think, 
Oh, sorry, go ahead. I, I was just gonna say, if we're talking like our favorites, though, um, for this, like I, I did not finish Harley Quinn. Um, I yeah, did I not enjoy that. it. the The style of it, just like how the narration is going on, like there's there's time jumps in it that are like unnecessary for it. Like how it like goes, like in the very end, it's like, well, actually, I gotta go back and explain this thing. Like I hate when fucking movies and shit does that like tell it's got to be done cleverly and it's i don't think it was but again i haven't finished the movie yet so i could change my opinion um but my favorite movie thus far is shazam and i think that was a really i think it did a, a couple things one is it told a nice um contained story within the dceu so it's shazam and uh what's the kid's name i'm blanking on it uh I'm not good at this trivia uh, shit. That's why I don't say it. Uh, Bill, Bill uh, Baxton. Uh, uh, Baxton, yeah. Bill Baxton. Billy Baxton. Uh, so yeah. I, I like this and his family and all these characters are enjoyable, uh, but it has this like this nice dark element to it still throughout because it's kind of like still adult themed in many ways. And I like that about the DCEU is that unlike Marvel, which is always like it can go dark, but not in like a gritty sense. It's just more like emotionally dark. This is more like physically dark with things and the, the type of humor that gets used. So I think it captured a great story with some of those elements that made it fit into the DCEU. Maybe that might feel like fits more than Harley Quinn would. Um, yes, it's the characters in the world or whatever, but it just seems so surreal to me and like didn't fit that universe versus you know shazam i think made itself a really nice place in the story it's interesting you say that because i i I feel like shazam benefits from the same sort of thing that ted was talking about with birds of prey is that it's that that kind of that ground oh we lost that origin story yes it's fantastic in terms of the oh man sorry guys can you hear me now you're back now yeah, this uh, episode is sponsored by Spectrum Internet, by the way. <laughs> oh, this is rough. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm getting, I'm getting Verizon. I'm upgrading. All right. Um, so anyway, I, I feel like the, I feel like Shazam uh, benefits from the same thing that Ted was talking about. It's grounded. Yes, it's fantastic in 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 terms of its fantasy aspects, uh, but it's still that that very street level. Uh, threat until you get to the you know the the actual villains the villain of the story but he he kind of his arc is all in in a grounded sort of uh aspect in terms of how he gets his powers and how he learns about his powers i feel like that he benefits that movie benefits a lot from that and then you also get that fan fantabulous um element to it as well uh i couldn't agree more i think shazam is the best movie in the franchise um i think it's just it's fun it's whimsical it's uh there there are real stakes to it um i love that you can fit the origin down to his first you know real big villain fight um and then you also bring in 
Superman at the end for some reason. I was uh, asking. I said the whole movie. I was like, when is Superman <laughs> going to come up? I had no idea there. It was going to be like a post credit scene with her or whatever. <laughs> uh, but it also, I mean, it does it that that's where it does a, a good job at actually fitting into the universe. Otherwise, it wouldn't have anything to do with the universe. But it, it, it makes a point to do that, uh, and it does it well, uh, seamlessly, inobtrusively. But yeah, I, Shazam is definitely my favorite, and I really would suggest uh, Harley Quinn. I think it's a great movie. I, I'll push back, and I say it's it's a tonal issue for me. So, like, the tone of Harley Quinn seemed so absurd and didn't fit what seemed more like— and I don't know if, like, grounded in realism is a good way of putting it, because I— I, there's still like this kind of like disconnect between like the world we live in and the world that we see these characters live in but at least from what we got with man of steel what we got with batman versus superman what we got with justice league those are like the three like main movies that kicked this off i don't see how harley quinn the tone of that fit into that universe the tone of shazam i do think fits even though it's more lighthearted. that's the type of movie it is like it's that kid i dare you say like coming of age movie within the dceu like kind yeah. of like learning like to to, you know trust the family that you're given not the mm -hmm. family that or, or like the family you have or whatever blah 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 sort of thing um but it's still there were the elements of it in the tone that fit those previous movies yeah yeah i agree um it, yeah, it might be recency bias too i just really enjoyed harley quinn from the standpoint that it was just fun it knew what it wanted to be it it might not sure. fit the tone but it does fit the tone of the Harley Quinn. And again, you haven't seen it, Andy, but even though Suicide Squad was a bad movie, they did establish that Harley Quinn is just very much her own character. You do wonder, like, how does this person who's just the sidekick of the Joker, who just hits things with mallets and is acrobatic, how does she fit in all of this? Like, why is she on this Suicide Squad team with all these people that are either, you know, you've got Deadshot who can literally not miss whenever he shoots something and targets it, or you've got things like Killer Croc, which are metahumans mm -hmm. in their universe. So how does she fit in that? I, I think they've definitely tried to shoehorn her into the DCEU uh, because she's such a popular character. So you might be onto something with that, but I think Birds of Prey works because it's street level all the way through that entire movie. And maybe Harley Quinn as a character makes more sense for like a TV show, like kind of like what Marvel tried to do with their street level uh, superheroes with like Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, stuff like that on Netflix shows a while back. So maybe she fits better in that stuff, but obviously these studios are trying to make money, so they're going to shoehorn her in. But I just look at Birds of Prey as a one-off, just as a movie about a comic book character. It's a really fun movie. It knows what it is. The acting is fantastic in it, and uh, you know it, it just doesn't dive off the deep end like a lot of these early DC movies do. But to your point about Shazam, that movie's probably the first one where I thought, like, even though Wonder Woman is a great movie three quarters of the way through, you can see studio interference with uh, right after the, the wonderful poignant point where they make that 
you know, it's the nature of man that they're going to fight and war is always going to exist. And it's not this supernatural being Ares who's controlling that. Then here comes Ares and totally undermine that point and have a CGI boss battle at the end of it that comes out of nowhere. Whereas Shazam knew what it was the entire time. It was totally just even throughout the entire movie. So that was Mm -hmm. the first movie where I was like, okay, maybe they need to go with more of this fun stuff because I think when they do that, they understand what they're going for. When they go super self-serious and just taking it too seriously, that's when they run into problems, I think. But I I think those are probably one and two as far as my favorite Mm -hmm. movies, and that's because they know what they are. They might not necessarily fit that well into the universe. Uh, Shazam's even loosely, like Zack said, you know, Superman shows up at the end of the movie and it's really just uh you know pan away from that shot immediately and roll credits yeah so you know it's just establishing that yes this is in this universe unlike something like yeah Yeah. you know something like joker with uh joaquin phoenix isn't within that same universe and you know they just had to establish that essentially but I, I just think when these movies know what they are, they benefit so greatly. And no matter what movies they're going to make, they need to figure out what they're going for with them instead of just being confused the entire time. I think that's why I like those movies so much because I, I don't like the, the first three movies of this franchise. I really don't like and I don't like Superman. And I think the other two movies are not good movies. Um, and totally, I, I get what they're going for. But it doesn't work for me. So I like the more uh, whimsical side of the DCEU in uh, in Shazam and in Birds of Prey. And even Suicide Squad. It's not a good movie, but it it's kind of whimsical in, in certain ways. And I, and I kind of I – can, I can enjoy it for what it is. But, yeah. So I, I – and that's, that's kind of my big – like I just don't like the tie-ins. I don't think it's working very well for the DCEU. Yeah. And I think that has to do with the story because it's so rushed. It like they tried to put all these characters in these movies. And that's why I like them is because I like I got to see the DC movie care or the DC characters that I I grew up enjoying watching. Um, sure. I want to see the Green Lantern. I want to see Martian Manhunter. Um, like I want to see the actual Justice League. I want to see the Legion of Doom happen. So when we were starting to get those elements Granted, it's the second movie in the franchise, so a little little rushed into it, but I like that stuff a lot, and I think that's why I can put aside the bad storytelling that happens in it, and it's rushed, and it feels really like a director versus a studio, where I liked the movies because I was getting all of those like, oh yeah, okay, oh look, they're teasing, that's that's Wonder Woman. And then like when the computer screen shows like all the video files in their names, like, oh my God, look, like we're we're getting all the Justice League happening. So it made me really excited. But um, in terms of like the the other movies, which I haven't seen, maybe I'll get back to them and try to once I because like I'm a, a big person who likes to see what really matters to something and I don't care for the ans- really care for the ancillary material so much so now that I've I made it through I can go back and revisit the other two yeah give them a second well chance. uh to your point that's why these movies have made so much money up to the point of birds of prey birds of prey didn't do super well in the box office 
but the reason they made so much money is because people want so badly for these characters to be on the big screen and for these movies to be good. It's just unfortunate that a lot of them aren't. And, uh, you know, talking about seeing the email that Bruce Wayne gets with uh, the video clips of each thing, like, it's a little exciting, but then you realize that that's all the effort they're putting into introducing these characters. That's really disappointing and it doesn't even really go that much further in justice league justice league the first 35 minutes of that movie are just them tracking down these people about a, for a threat that we don't even know what the threat is at the beginning of that movie the, the only tie into that threat is you see those uh bug men in the bruce wayne fever dream in batman versus superman but it makes no sense in that and it makes even less sense when you see it at the beginning of that movie and then just here comes steppenwolf it, that's such a disjointed movie uh, that's probably the worst one that they've made uh justice league it, it's just all exposition for the first part of it and then everything else is these characters showing that they're not up to snuff against uh, a guy that looks more like a World of Warcraft character than anything. <laughs> uh, that CGI is just awful uh, for him and Cyborg. And then they just have to revive Superman. Superman saves the day. All is good in the world. And then you're left wondering, like you said earlier, why doesn't Superman intervene every time anybody has an issue anymore? You should have just left him dead. That's all I'm saying. Well, release the Snyder yeah. Cut. That's all I got to say yeah. about Justice League, because I don't think that's the Justice League we were supposed to get. Based on no. what I saw in those first two movies, I saw what but, uh, he was trying to do. But don't you think that... And I, I think Justice League is a bad movie. I, I don't think there's any arguing that, really. But don't you think it's worse because it's the Justice League? Like, just like, you know, you were saying, Andy, like, you, you've been dying to see these characters on the movie screen you know in in a cinematic film and this was supposed to be the justice league this was supposed to be the team getting together and kicking ass and, and then we got a group of people who couldn't really get it together the entire movie and i think that's what makes it worse like it's not again it's not a good movie in general but it's the fact that it should have been or we wanted it to be at least uh, this the the team is assembled. The Avengers have assembled. The Justice League is assembled. Like the this is the team. Frankly, I was I was just upset that the Green Lantern wasn't in it. That's the only real Justice League member that I like. But Cyborg in it over Green Lantern. How did that yeah. happen? Well, he's a part of the Justice League. It makes it makes sense. Well, uh, Cyborg's usually more of a Teen Titans. Or Teen character. Titans, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it was really odd, and uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to accuse a studio of doing this. Uh, maybe they felt pressure to put an African-American character in, but there's uh, – it's not Hal Jordan, but there's another uh, version of Green Lantern who's an African-American. of Green guy. Lanterns. Yeah, I, I, don't, I just don't understand why they wouldn't go with that in that case. I, I was baffled, too, by them using Cyborg in that movie. The guy was fine acting as Cyborg. He was fine. But I, I didn't even believe him when he was upset about being Cyborg. He just complained about I being know. Cyborg a couple times. 
but he didn't really yeah. say why it was so bad. He's like, these aren't gifts. This is a curse. I'm like, why though? Because everything you're showing me... It looks pretty fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. You're telling me it's a curse, and then you show me you've got feet jetpacks? That's pretty cool. <laughs> so right. I, I don't know what you're really complaining about. That that movie is just so off-the-wall, just disjointed, is all <laughs> I can say about it. And I don't want to like keep harping on that movie, but it, when I think of... It like, sticks out. Yeah. When I think of bad DC movies that takes the cake absolutely it's maybe one of the worst movies i've seen in a long time and i had to see it twice and i'm not happy about it well it feels like a completely different movie than the two that came before it so yeah i and as much as we we can pick away at the problems in both those movies i enjoyed them so like it was what as a fan of dc I was okay with the movies, not my favorite, but I was okay with the story I was being told and I was ready to see what Justice League was going to give me. And to Zach's point, yeah, it was a big failure <laughs> as a fan. So, yeah, like, so, so you're more just excited to see these guys on the screen and like actually have this come to fruition than anything while also understanding they're not the greatest movies in the world is yeah. what I'm gathering. And I, but I see the potential. Like there was, like yeah. okay, we we might not have hit the ground running very well um, with the start of this franchise, but I think if we kind of accept it for what it is, and I, honestly, I think seeing what the Zack Snyder cut does on HBO Max, like if it turns out to be like one of those sensational, you know, Game of Thrones esque captures a wide audience because people are like, oh wow, this is like something I got to check out, then maybe it will rescue that portion of the franchise without dismissing the newer part of the franchise, which comes from the the new standalones, if that's what we want to call them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, are they standalones? I mean, like... You call them standalones. They, yeah, I know. But I mean, like just the the characters themselves. But I I think they're they're they try harder than than even some of the MCU movies to really tie in to the franchise as a whole. Yeah, I, I think that's because they have to, though. Unfortunately, you know, it, and especially too because they didn't go the route of establish these characters first, then put them in the team up movie. So then they have to tie back to things a lot of times. It, it's kind of weird when you watch Aquaman because it feels like an origin story, but you've already yeah. seen him in another movie right. on a team. And it's because he was shoehorned into it. And then uh, Wonder Woman's definitely an origin story because that goes back in time and tells a story from 1918. But with this upcoming Flash movie, you're going to have the same problem uh, potentially, I don't know what direction they're going to go with it, but potentially it's going to be set after this movie and it's going to be problematic because you've already established who he is, but also you want to have this standalone movie with him, but it can't be an origin story unless they really are going to go hard into the multiverse uh, aspect of DC Comics because... Uh, Spoiler alert, they're trying to get right. Michael Keaton into this movie to be 
the so-called Nick Fury of this series where he kind of ties everything together as in a mentor role. And uh, the Flash is the character that you can do that kind of thing with, with the speed force and time manipulation. Uh, you can dive into those things. But it, it's just such a disjointed way of doing it. And I think that's why they've run into problems. I think if they establish the characters beforehand, instead of trying to play catch up with Marvel, then they would have been much better off. They shouldn't be comparing themselves to Marvel. And it felt like everybody at home was, and they were too, essentially. Well, let me throw this at you, though. I don't think we need an origin story for these characters. What I think uh, it ties back to the Superman problem, too, is if you're going to introduce us to Superman, we need to get to the Justice League sooner and embrace the Justice League then, and then go from there. Because that's what I would say the difference between the Avengers maybe and the Justice League is that the Justice League, they do like consistently have these worldwide problems that they're facing together. That's why I think Darkseid is going to be a really great villain to get with the Snyder Cut as like the overarching nemesis for it. The Legion of Doom is a really good part of that as well. And kind of just double down on that aspect. Don't be like the Marvel Cinematic Universe where it had to grow these characters. No, just establish what your characters are right from the get go and then play it out and play into that. But instead, they kind of like, no, we're going to do an origin story and then we're going to do like several origin stories and then we're going to throw them all together and then we're going to do kind of origin stories, but they're not origin stories, but they're going to feel like it because we're yeah. telling you like a whole separate story and then we're going to put Superman in at the end and then you're going to see tied together. Yeah. And that just goes back to them not having a plan from the beginning. Superman, Man of Steel is an origin story. Great. Uh, and we've already expressed our issues with establishing him first, but that's what they did. So we just kind of roll with that. But then you look at what they've done since they had no plan for it. And it finally seems like they're getting there to ass backwards falling into a plan, I guess, uh, just because they've had enough movies to kind of figure out where they want to go with some of these things and establish tone and everything. But it's a mess and it's really just hard to invest yourself into it when you know especially from the outset that it didn't start off on the right foot and i'm sure they're going to get better and hopefully they do tie things in well and uh you can just kind of forget about it you know we're big star wars guys uh with all the tertiary material with star wars you can look back at the prequels and say they're almost good sometimes so maybe that'll be something that we end up doing with the DCEU is uh, after enough movies going forward that actually know what their tone is, we can maybe go back and retroactively say, well, this movie helped fix this one a little bit and it makes it make a little bit more sense and it makes it a little bit, not better, but just uh, grounded within this universe, I guess. Yeah, I... <laughs> To me, these movies are just so unfor they're so forgettable, rather. Yeah. yeah. That it's just like there's there's a lot of these like especially the the earlier movies, the Superman, uh, the Man of Steel and uh, Batman versus Superman. I I just don't remember a lot of details in those movies. 
Um, whereas I think the for me, I think because the origin stories, if we're calling them that, are they they stand out more to me. Maybe because they they don't really have a plan to tie in necessarily, but they they just they're just well told stories, and those jump out to me more than the through line. Because like for the MCU, I watch it for the through line, right? That's what really captivates me. I watch it to know, okay, how is this going to connect to the last twenty three films? Mm-hmm. How how right? I don't feel that. I don't feel that necessity with the DCEU. And I think that's liberating in some sense, you know, because I can watch, you know, Aquaman without really thinking, well, what repercussions does this have for the next Justice League movie? Because I don't really care. The Justice League was a bad movie, and I hope they don't make another one. No, they need to make another one. They need to, they got to redeem it. (laughs) The Snyder Cut's going to save us all. It's going to be another bad movie. No, no, don't no, say they're, that. They're going to call the next team up Super Friends. <laughs> yeah, that's the show. That's the cartoon. Exactly. And I think you have a really interesting point where, like, they, you know, if they, if, they, if they kind of buy into this group aspect, this ensemble aspect, rather than the standalone, they might have a shot, but can they handle it? And I, they haven't really shown me that they can handle an ensemble at all. It just doesn't work with the formula that they have currently. Now, if they can change that and make it something that I can I can get behind, I think that's great. But there's their their lead man stories are what really at least captivates my attention. I I, I think I don't think it's wrong to have the individual stories, but I think if you want the Justice League to work, you have to embrace the ensemble cast into your point where they haven't done a good job. I would only push back in that Batman versus Superman was a good job, but it it wasn't a great job and it wasn't a bad job. I think it was because people have said and I haven't seen it yet, but I would really like to is the director's cut where there's more of the movie. And more of the movie fills in some kind of some of the details that are lost in the plot and the story that they're trying to tell. And that might make it a better introduction to this ensemble cast. And I would completely just throw away the Justice League as an example of what an ensemble should be with this group, because it was literally a movie that got started and then had a vision in mind and then that person left and then the studio brought in another person and they redid most of the movie with a completely different vision so like it i don't think i had a a chance in hell to sorry as i smack my microphone um chance in hell to do anything for the ensemble because it was a a mess from the beginning so i don't know that'd be my only my pushback that i I don't disagree with it i I think the solo pieces were good um i think it could be a great ensemble we only really had two movies to base it off of, and one of them shouldn't even count because it's a nightmare, and that's Justice League. Yeah, that's yeah, fair. I, if they can figure it out, then it'll be it'll be great. Let's see if they can do it. That's a fair point, though, that you brought up, Andy, that uh, just the issues with Zack Snyder having to leave the film and then Joss Whedon coming in definitely affects it. To what extent, we don't know, obviously, but it, you could probably blame find out on it, but it, it's a really rough movie so i don't know if you can blame all of it on that i don't want to keep harping on this movie i feel like i'm just crapping all over it which one Uh, justice league yeah let's (laughs) talk about another movie that we liked or disliked or something 
Anybody? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're we've been we've been kind of jumping all over the place here. I mean, just so you know, we're we're about fifty-five minutes yeah. into the discussion. You know, I, are there any are there any highlights that you guys want to talk about? I think we've we've talked ad nauseum about the the issues of the DCEU, uh, which of which there are plenty, obviously. Um, but are there any highlights that you guys want to uh, to shout out of the DCEU? The character arcs, any uh, moments, specific movies? What do you think? Yeah, um, one of my favorite character arcs, and I, I've already said it, it gets ruined, but uh, Wonder Woman has a great character arc and great uh, just poignant message that unfortunately with studio interference gets ruined, but... Diana goes through the entire movie thinking that she has to take down Ares the entire time. And then after she uh, defeats, and I don't remember the doctor or the general's name, but. Uh, whoever, yeah, whoever he is with uh, Dr. Poison as his partner, uh, the big bad in the movie up to that point, uh, after she defeats him and realizes he's not Ares and killing him did nothing and the war is continuing that's a great message i thought just there are bad people in this world they're gonna do bad things and it's inevitable that there's going to be conflict in this world obviously that gets undercut with the whole cgi boss battle and then when Ares does die all the soldiers are kind of buddy buddy <sighs> which is really a problem for me because it's suggesting that Wonder Woman killing Ares just ended World War One, <laughs> but uh, up to that point, I think uh, you can see like the clear intention of that movie up until like clear studio interf interference with that. That's one of my favorite arcs in a movie of this DCEU for sure. Yeah, and I think you could have made that villain the whatever that german general is still like the main baddie with like the whole big cgi type of fight like they could have gone that route because he has that that gas she gives him to make him super strong so like yeah, he has like some kind of stim pack that's yeah uh, giving him super strength so and we've only seen him like do like one little one so like have him like do the whole fucking bottle of it you know like yeah. go to town like the fentanyl version of it and then like have him be like all roided out and battling wonder woman and then <laughs> she thinks it's you know she defeated Ares, and then no it's not but you still would get to have your cgi battle you'd get to have all of those you know things without ruining the message that's a good point i didn't even consider that i was definitely like wait a second like i did because i didn't think he was aries i because i was thinking like i do, didn't know who it was going to be actually that, that was a surprise when it turned out to be um uh yeah Sir Patrick. it's almost like who ended up being aries was not set up at all in yeah. any way shape or form and Weird. really undermines and undercuts that moment she has right before it um <laughs> it's it's rough highlight yeah. for me of this and as someone who is a huge skeptic because i did not watch these movies until the year 2020 and basically in like the last week um is the bat flack 
I want Ben Affleck to be my Batman still. I don't want him to leave this franchise after all the shit he's gotten. Like, I think he did a good job of taking this character who is the later stages of Batman, not early Batman, not origin story Batman. This is Batman where he gives zero fucks now and is shooting people. That's Batman doesn't use a gun. Like, that's supposed to be a thing. But now he's like totally after the whole Joker incident, which do we learn what happens about that in Suicide Squad? No, it seems like it's just assumed that it's uh, the event of killing joke. At least like that's what would all the imagery points to. Okay, uh, because you've got the the Robin costume and then uh, ha ha ha. Yep. Uh, painted all over it or something in uh batman versus superman but that's really all you get for that so maybe that okay so yeah it that makes sense now so we're getting bruce wayne after that the next big tragedy in his life which he loses dick um grayson i think that's the yeah the original so yeah that makes sense um and i really like this batman i like how it's gritty and like i think there's a good way to step out now because you can bring in with the flash i think that's gonna potentially be able to shake up this universe and give us something like oh yeah all that other stuff yeah like kind of like tied now here's the new one um and if that means we lose ben affleck as our batman i will be sad because i liked him well unfortunately it looks like he's out for the foreseeable future just by his choice he was supposed to direct Mm -hmm. a solo batman movie going forward Mm -hmm. and uh he was so soured by the experience of all of this uh but to your point most people thought uh despite those movies being bad that he was a highlight of those movies just because of the way he played batman and bruce wayne he really did it justice yeah especially the grizzled old does not give a fuck bruce wayne who to your point is uh killing people and uh just trying to get it done essentially Uh, he doesn't care how he has to do it have you seen uh the cartoon batman beyond did you ever watch that so like he's the he's a much older bruce wayne but like i feel like that was the kind of the vibe i was getting he's just like grumpy like doesn't care anymore he's gonna murder superman now like well i think it's more uh like completely adapted from batman returns uh, hmm. or, or not, not, not Batman Returns. Sorry, uh, the Dark Knight returns, returns. Yeah, uh, which is like exclusively him being super grizzled, and I think he does actually try to kill Superman at some point. Like he has a contingency for every single other hero who has superpowers, because obviously he doesn't. He is rich. That's a superpower. Great line from uh, the Justice League movie mm-hmm. from uh, Batfleck. But he has a contingency to kill everybody, and I think he does actually go after Superman. So, like, they take a little bit from that. I think they just uh, try to piece too many things together, which is part of the problem. But, yeah, he, he was a highlight for sure. What about you, Zach? I, the, the highlight to me is just the whole movie Shazam. I mean, that was just such a good movie to come out of this. And it's probably the loosely – the the loosest – uh, of the films that are connected to the um, franchise, but I just I just love the, the 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 humor the the arc from when he gets his powers to the the end when he's fighting the 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 seventh sin, um, and all the while kind of 
connecting himself to his found family and everything. I just thought the whole movie was just so well told, well paced, which is a problem in the DCEU in general, is the pacing in these movies. It was so well paced. Um, I just I just love that movie to pieces. Um, I would watch it again and again. It's such a great movie. And like I said before, it does a great job at, 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 at not being assuming that you're just going to tie it into the universe, but just, I guess, maybe not so subtly tying into the the franchise as a whole when it needed to um you know and setting up for uh what's is it what's the at the end is it is it um brainiac or no i thought it was brainiac and i had to google it because i was like wait is what that was that brainiac it's like it's called like the something worm, like super worm or something dumb like that mr worm hmm. you know what i'm talking about the, yeah, yeah the little was, caterpillar uh, the, the end credit scene I thought it was Brainiac. No, I I thought it was going to be scene for that movie. Oh yeah, watch it. It's it's pretty good. What's the second one? There's two end credit scenes. There's Superman. Oh, that was okay. That was end credit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the the Superman one I assumed was the only one. Okay, interesting. There's a second one when um, the the guy's in jail. Yeah, when uh, he comes with V dude. I I know. I'm so bad with these. these names i just i don't know enough about it to really grasp it i think that's that's probably on my on me like i just don't have enough to to go off of in my previous knowledge so i i a lot of this maybe goes over my head uh happen with these especially if uh the the task we're trying to complete in this podcast is sometimes watching stuff that we're not super familiar with so it's gonna happen yeah, I mean, and I think I have a, a a decent base. Like like you guys, I watch a lot of the animated stuff, um, but Shazam is definitely not one of those things. Um, and uh, and I was really pleasantly surprised by watching this movie. I, I I loved it. I thought it was great. So that's my that's definitely my my highlight uh, of the uh, the entire franchise. Yeah, she, Leslie, just I'll just interject real quick in in the Twitch chat. She goes Shazam, Shazam, dude. Yeah. Well, he's got good so taste. good. Yeah, we liked it. We liked so it. good. Absolutely. Yeah, that I th- I feel I think that's the only movie I'm gonna actually like watch a bunch out of this franchise. Really Would you guys be able to uh do we wanna like rank these movies real quick? Ooh. Oh I'd, I'd give a rank. Uh, I'm ready. I didn't think I've got the list. I've got the list. Let me let me uh think about it for a minute. You guys go. I'm ready. Do you I'll, want to go first, yeah, Andy? I'll, I'll share mine. Okay, so starting at the top, top of the yeah. list, DCU Shazam. Like, okay. unquestionable. I enjoyed literally every moment of that movie okay. from beginning to end. Yeah. And I loved how it fit tonally, like everything I've already said before. And it was like a, a coming of age movie, essentially, within the DCU. So I think it fit great. Um, and then I'll just rattle off the next ones without too much commentary. Number two, Batman versus Superman, number three. I would. Uh, let me let me switch. Actually, Wonder Woman, Batman versus Superman, um, uh, Man of Steel, Aquaman, and then I haven't seen the other two movies. Okay, I'll go next here. Uh, I'm gonna think that Birds of Prey for me is recency bias, so I'm gonna rank it second after Shazam for the reasons we've already talked about. Uh, obviously given Shazam. Uh, it's just a fun family movie, and uh, it just works tonally. 
uh, Birds of Prey is a nice street level movie, like I said earlier. After that, I would go Wonder Woman, because I really like three quarters of that movie. Aquaman after that is just an inoffensive movie. The uh, I was telling Zach before this that the problems that I had with, with Aquaman were mostly the wigs people were wearing. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, Tamira Morrison has a really bad wig on. Nicole Kidman yeah. has a really bad wig on. And it's unfortunate because then we've got Aquaman who has wonderful hair. That's and natural. he's the only one with real hair, seemingly. Uh, everybody genius. else has bad hair. Uh, Willem Dafoe has a man bun, which is terrible. <laughs> Willem so, Dafoe is it's my favorite character design in the yeah, entire franchise. It, it's so great. It's definitely something to look at. Uh, so <laughs> after Aquaman, uh, after Aquaman, I would go Man of Steel, then uh, Batman vs Superman. And then it's really tough between Justice League and Suicide Squad. I'm gonna have to say Suicide Squad than Justice League, I think. Uh, I, I just think that Justice League is like such a useless movie. I, I just keep thinking back to more than half of the movie is a team of people that can't do it themselves and they have to bring a guy back to life to do it. At least Suicide Squad, they accomplish it themselves. That's yeah. Fair. So that's it for me. Mine's very similar to yours, Ted. Um, yeah. You know, I definitely put Shazam number one. Uh, I think that's, I think anybody who's watched these movies like in full would agree with that Shazam is far and away yeah. the best movie in yeah, this franchise. See how you couldn't. Yeah. Um, and then after that, uh, Birds of Prey, I, like I just watched that movie, but I loved it. I thought that was a just a great, fun movie. It was really, really good. And I didn't think I would like it after watching Suicide Squad. Uh, after Birds of Prey, I would probably... So um, Aquaman, I think I would... That's another one that I could watch again. Um, I really liked Aquaman. That would be number three for me. Then Wonder Woman, really good movie. Uh, I liked Patty Jenkins a lot. Who plays Wonder Woman again? I can't remember her name. I always forget uh, it. Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Awesome, awesome yeah. Wonder Woman. She's fantastic. Absolutely. I really like her. Man, where are we? I guess then I would, it would be um, Batman versus Superman next. Man of Steel. I just don't like Superman. I wish it was. I wish it did. I just don't like Superman. Um, and then I think I'd have to put Justice League next, just because I just connected to it a little bit more than Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad was to me a worthless movie. Justice League, at least I knew the characters. I knew kind of what I wanted out of it, and it just didn't execute at all. Um, but I, you know, I knew at least the characters in it. You know, I, I, I watched a little Teen Titans in my day. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I, I do like Cyborg as much as I complain about him. I think I still think Green Lantern should have been in there instead of Cyborg, but I like him. Yeah, weird choice, but that's the choice they made. So I know. Release the Snyder Cut. Yeah, maybe the Green. Snyder Cut has Green Lantern in it. Do we know? No way. We're getting no way. We're getting Martian Manhunter, for sure, and a Wait, potential in the, cut? in the Snyder Cut. Yeah, there were scenes no. where it was filmed. The general dude is really? supposed to be Martian Manhunter. Oh, that would make sense. Really? Yeah, yeah. That, that would make sense. Okay. And there was a uh, teaser originally back when Justice League came out where it was Jason Momoa, like, as Aquaman, and it said, uh, Unite the Seven. 
so justice league members yeah so you got you got superman you got batman you got the flash you got cyborg you got wonder woman you got who else who are we missing who else could you put on there other than other than green land oh, the wonder martian twins. man martian manhunter we could the get the wonder twins, wonder twins. We could get... um no but i would i bet martian manhunter and uh i think the green lantern would be the other one huh yeah interesting i uh, see my thought was that they just they didn't want to dig up ryan reynolds green lantern like it was just a little too recent for them to like yeah. go back to that well like well, we can't do that. I bet I, I gotta get it got written out because the studio was like, Yeah, you know, Zack Snyder had the idea that he was gonna bring in this guy as like a like a small teaser part of it thing. Yeah, uh, we did a you know a thing, a survey, and we found like people don't like the Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern movie, so we don't wanna put Green Lantern in this movie because it'll decrease the box office by like five percent. The irony of them not wanting to go back to something as recent of, as uh, the Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern movie is that they're already rebooting Suicide Squad. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, that movie came out in 2016. That's pretty rough. It's coming out next year. It's scheduled for next year. Uh, maybe yeah, it's that's a not that reboot, much but still, um, that's not but good. Th- think Green Lantern was 2011. At the time yeah. they were making Justice League, it was 2015, right? I forgot it was 2011. Yikes, I thought it was 2011, longer. dude. It was way <laughs> sooner than you think it was. <laughs> oh, fuck. Way more recent than you think it was, yeah. Rough times. Crazy. That's yeah, for sure. That, that so was that, a time um, where a lot of villains were still uh, floating clouds in the sky. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. That was that era of the superhero yeah. movies. Yeah. Uh, that went over my head. You don't remember that? And uh, Green Lantern, the, the big bad, ended up just being like uh, an evil cloud. Oh, yes. That's yeah. right. And then there was yeah. another big bad, which was just the dude with his head that was growing way too big. Yeah, that that, that like squirrely looking dude. Yeah. <laughs> and then his head grows like three sizes. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's a movie. For it's sure. It's a movie. I don't remember any of it. I shouldn't. It's a rough movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wish I could erase <laughs> my memory. I, I wish I could go into my brain, erase things like it's a hard drive, but I can't. I'm cursed. <laughs> cursed with the knowledge. All right, boys. What do you think about uh, some final thoughts about this episode? What do you uh, guys think about the DCEU takeaways? I, I guess my I main takeaway. Yeah, I think we talked pretty thoroughly, and this will pretty much be a rehash, but my main takeaway is uh, they started off in really rough waters, didn't know where they were going, and it's unfortunate because they started off with, like, no matter how much you feel one way or another about Superman as a character, Man of Steel is a solid movie. It's not terrible, it's not great, it's solid, it's not the worst way to start your franchise going. And uh, unfortunately, they just waded into uh, rough waters for quite a few movies in the middle there. Uh, but it seems like they're writing the ship now. And, uh, you know, they've got quite a few on the docket coming up. Uh, Wonder Woman 1984 is obviously one that we already know that's coming on the yeah. way. But Suicide Squad reboot, we've got uh, Patman with Robert Pattinson. Uh, Shazam 2 has already been yeah Shazam 2 Black Adam The Flash Aquaman 2 so 
you know, I, I think if they've finally figured out the formula to at least an extent that they can make respectable movies and uh, keep trudging on forward, that's the hope because they really started off just in uh, almost like they were going in reverse to start off. So uh, as long as they don't think they need to compete with Marvel and be their version of Marvel, I think they're going to be okay. Who wants to go? Agree. Zach, you go? Me go? Sure. Who I'll talks go. first? I mean, Do yeah, I talk I think... first? You talk first? <laughs> you know, I think that this this franchise just kind of started out weird. I mean, they, there was a there was a three year gap between the first two movies. Yeah, and I think it just kind of it it just kind of shoehorned itself into a franchise when Man of Steel probably wasn't supposed to be a franchise movie. I think that's kind of what gets me. We kind of separated from Man of Steel as a movie. I didn't really. I, I thought it was it was an okay movie. I just didn't thoroughly enjoy it as part of the franchise. Uh, and I, again, I, th- I think a lot of it has just some some pacing issues. Once they once they decided they needed to make a franchise, then they went you know full full steam ahead without much of a plan. Um, so I think that I, I think you're right, Ted. I think once if if they have dis- if they have discovered the formula or some sort if, at least the 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 baseline of a formula to to move forward with some of these movies because as they go on i like them better and better with the exception maybe of suicide squad uh and well and and justice league came out pretty much the same time they get they get better and i and hopefully as they continue making them and i the the ones that are coming out i'm really looking forward to aquaman um wonder woman i'm really looking forward to that i think that should be a good movie the flash i would love to see a solo flash movie I think I think those those kind of isolated movies are what I like anyway. Um, I think they can do a good job if, if if they have you know kind of figured out what they want to do here. Yeah, I think with this franchise, I want it to work. So that's my 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 real final thought is I want this to work because I love these characters. They haven't done a great job in execution thus far, but I will say. Zack Snyder, the story I think he's trying to tell with this DC universe is one that I would like to see. So I am very much looking forward to the Snyder Cut of Justice League. I want to watch the Batman versus Superman director's cut now. I think Superman of Steel, again, is the issue with starting off with Superman and we have a Superman problem going forward. But I think there's great potential in these films and I truly, truly wish that it does not end, that we continue to see a connected story with these characters because i think the justice league and dc superheroes are better than marvel heroes for no other reason than those are the ones that i watched as cartoons when i was a kid so i really hope that this works out comes together as a franchise that i can now that i started watching these films keep watching them so please warner brothers dc film please do not stop making your movies man that was deep you looked right into the soul of the camera there too I told them those executives are going to watch. We'll listen. I I agree with you just to wrap up real quick uh, that on the whole uh, in the comics and in other material, they have stronger characters. So it's sad that they haven't been able to cash in on that yet. So definitely got to hope that they can going forward. I I do hope too that it's going to work out in the end because I, I'm not, I, I know there are a lot of DC haters because people make it a Marvel versus DC thing. I don't know why we can't have a world where both are good. 
I want a world where both are good. It's just unfortunate that we haven't had that completely yet. And uh, I'm really looking forward to, though, if these last couple movies are a sign of good growth in that area, then I'm really looking forward to what they put out in the future. Heck yeah. Agreed. When is uh, when is it? When is the next movie slated to come out? Wonder uh, Woman back in April. Wonder Woman was back back in <laughs> April. April. I think so. Uh, right. Well. Right. 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 But living in uh, COVID world right now, who knows? Uh, Everything's pushed out. Yeah. You know? So the next soonest would be 2021 with the Suicide Squad. If you put the in front of it, it's a different movie. So it's a different movie. Uh, according to Schmodown. Uh, yeah. that. That's right. According to <laughs> that's right. Yeah. It is. That's that's gonna be confusing. Movie. That's gonna be <laughs> a problem going forward for sure. Well, I think that's it, guys. Uh do we wanna do some plugs and uh talk about what we're gonna do next? I think we've talked enough shit about the DCEU. Absolutely. Not enough. Day. Not enough. We could keep going. <laughs> I, I mean, we, we could go. We could make this about four hours if we wanted to, but I don't think anybody wants to listen to that. I I think we've all got enough stored up to go for a while longer. Can we make our own four hours out? Yeah, yeah, we, we make our own four hour cut of this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be great. Maybe we should just spend four hours talking about the Snyder Cut when that comes out. Well, it'll be a year from I, now, so we can revisit it. Yeah, yeah. yeah let's let's, be let's great, see what actually. happens. Yeah, let's see what happens. So, what's what's next for our uh, our disenfranchised adventure? Well, uh, we talked about it before, and it looks like we're gonna tackle the Matrix, which is one that uh, I think all of us have probably seen the original the matrix but i don't think we've dove that much further into it and uh andy told us that we have to watch the animatrix too so we're uh we're going all the way with this one apparently but yeah we're gonna tackle the matrix and uh i'm excited to do that because i really don't know what the fuss is about with uh two and three i know those are kind of divisive movies so i'm excited to see if i'm actually a fan of those or not and uh, what the fuss is actually about that was a good discussion, boys. Appreciate the chat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah thanks that for was, discussing hey, with me, guys. All right. Thanks, guys. Cool. See you. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, find us on most podcast platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Twitter, at Franchise Flicks, for new episodes and other content. You can follow Andy on Twitch and Instagram, at Darth Buckman, and follow Zach on Twitter at underscore Zach Russo. Talk to you next time.